Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. I am Sean Cheong, and this is the bigger picture. Markets are hitting record highs as we enter the first full trading week of February. We are generally seeing notable gains all around, so how much more can this go? Unpacking this with me on this conversation today is Matt Taylor. He's the Senior Director of FTI Consulting. Hello, Matt. Good morning. Good morning. So, markets are at a record high. Uh, How high can it go? Exactly. Well, isn't that the $64 million question? It's interesting because there are all these suggestions and speculation out there that we are going to, of course, start seeing central banks around the world ease monetary policy, which is what's really given the market a bit of a boost, uh, of course, because it will be easier uh, with lower rates to do business. People will have uh, more disposable money uh, at their discretion to be able to do things uh, like buy stocks. But it remains to be seen just when we are going to get that easing coming through from central banks. Now, it was a strong session for the U.S. markets on Friday. That's giving us a positive lead here for the start of the fresh trading week in Asia. But we are seeing some markets actually uh, giving back some of their recent gains. The Australian market, for instance, uh, it's lower this morning, uh, but it's also coming off uh, record highs as well. The U.S. market sitting at a fresh record high. We had the S&P 500 up by more than 1% at the close on Friday, uh, really helped out uh, by tech stocks. Market sentiment helped out overall by tech stocks on Friday after Meta shares jumped by 20% after stronger than expected uh, quarterly earnings. It was the fourth straight week of gains for U.S. markets. Uh, and we did see that rally on Friday coming despite some much stronger than expected jobs numbers, which potentially push out the chances for interest rate cuts in the United States back a little bit further, perhaps until the second half of the year. But really, it is that talk, and that hope around uh, lower interest rates is really driving sentiment out there and pushing a number of these markets up to record highs. So staying with the U.S. markets, uh, since you mentioned it, well, just about six, uh, seven, eight weeks ago, we were talking about bear markets and correction territories and doom and gloom. So is the price action that we've been seeing in the markets now reasonable? Well, it's interesting because uh, we had that jobs report out in the United States on Friday, uh, and it was a blowout number, it has to be said. And we saw uh, the U.S. dollar surging on the back of this. The economy added about 353,000 new jobs in the month of January, which was much more than expected. Economists have been forecasting about 185,000 jobs to be created in the month. We had the jobless rate holding steady at 3.7%. If you break down into the details of the data a little bit more, we saw bulk of the new jobs across a variety of sectors with big gains, including professional and business services, up by more than 70,000. Healthcare workers also up by about 70,000. Retail trade workers are also doing well. So uh, that is interesting, particularly on the retail trade side, because, you know, consumers have been a little bit hesitant as they've headed into the new year. But the fact that we are seeing strong hiring in the retail sector suggests that there is overall demand out there. Uh, Now, the strong numbers mean that it could be less likely that the Federal Reserve will cut interest rates uh, sooner than the middle of the year. That's about the expectation for when the central bank will move. And we just had the U.S. uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell uh, speaking on 60 Minutes in the U.S. just uh, in the last little while, saying that the Federal Reserve is going to be very methodical and careful about lowering interest rates. So there is perhaps uh, a little bit of irrational exuberance out there. Central bankers are really saying that they will be careful, they will 
take a look at all of the data points that, that are available to them when they decide if they are going to reduce interest rates. Uh, so perhaps the market might be getting a little bit ahead of itself with these record highs that we're seeing. Right, so that's what those blowout numbers mean for the Fed. Looking at a week ahead, we're also looking at important meetings. The central banks in focus would be Australia and India, for example. So what should we expect? Yeah, it was interesting. You just uh, went through some of the details there about the Australian central bank decision. It is the first one of the year because they don't meet in the month of January. It is unlikely we'll see any move on interest rates. So what will be interesting is to hear the language out of the central bank and if there's perhaps an easing bias starting to creep into some of the language that comes out of the Reserve Bank of Australia. We did have some weaker than expected inflation numbers in Australia last week, which bodes well for rates being moved lower. But the expectation is that it will probably be the middle of the year. It's interesting as well because like the United States, we are seeing uh, fairly strong economic conditions in Australia. We had a GDP print uh, just in the last few weeks, which came in stronger than expected as well. So despite the fact that we do have higher interest rates, which are crimping demand in parts of the economy. Overall, the economy is being particularly resilient. So that means that any interest rate cuts will have to be particularly measured. And, you know, when inflation gets under control, you don't want to then have uh, looser monetary policy, which could then spark uh, another breakout inflation. So these in inflation. So these are considerations that the central banks uh, really have to take into consideration. Over in India, we also have a central bank decision there later on in the week, and we are unlikely to see any clues of easing there in India with inflation numbers back at the higher end of the Reserve Bank of India's target, coming in more than 5%, uh, and the target is, uh, of course, that range of, of, of around about 4%. So strong inflation in India means unlikely we're going to see any moves from the central bank there. Uh, it's a busy week, of course, a holiday-shortened week, but around the region we do have a number of other pieces of uh, interesting economic information. In Indonesia, we get GDP out this week. Fourth quarter growth is uh, expected to show a read of about 5% year-on-year, supported by uh, strong household spending in the last two months of 2023. So again, all of these comments and suggestions out there that consumers are feeling the pinch because of higher inflation globally doesn't necessarily uh, add up because we continue to see you know, strong retail numbers, strong domestic demand in places like Indonesia, in the United States, hiring retail workers. Um, we also get Chinese inflation numbers out at the end of the week as well. So another busy week for us in Asia. And speaking of Australia, the meeting is due to take place later. The labour market, as you mentioned, looking very solid. Economy looking very resilient. Uh, what else is there to feel good about Australia going forward? It's interesting uh, in Australia because there's been a big debate around tax cuts that were legislated by uh, the former government under Prime Minister Scott Morrison uh, with some significant tax cuts set to kick in later on this year, in the middle of the year. And this was going to see the abolition of the 37% tax bracket. So basically the bulk of earners in Australia were going to all be moved to this 30% flat, 30% tax rate. Anyway, the Albanese government decided that they were not going to proceed with these measures and tweaked the plan to reinstate uh, for the bulk of those income earners, particularly on the higher income level, that 37% tax rate. So there's been a big debate about people saying that they're going to be worse off, particularly on higher incomes, uh, because they're not going to receive the full benefit of the tax cuts that had been legislated 
On the other hand, what the, this package uh, announced by Prime Minister Anthony Albanese uh, really is, is focused on is those lower and middle income earners. So they're going to be getting the lion's share of tax cuts. So that could mean that you know, there, is, there is more money out there in the economy uh, for people to go and spend, shop and do whatever else you want to do if you've got a bit more spare cash in your pocket. Right, so that's something we want to be tracking as we await those data and comments tomorrow. Thank you very much for that insights, Matt. No problem. All right, and uh, you've been listening to Money FM 89.3. This is the bigger picture. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.